Did um, you get formal training, Brendan? When you started working there, is they uh, like they uh, say, oh, no, this is I, how you... I went to journalism school. Yeah, so I know like, how to edit on all. I know how to use Avid, Pro Tools. Uh, he actually Final like, Cut worked Premier. on a TV show in college and shit. Yeah, I ran a whole show in college. I ran a whole sports show. Have we started? Should I just do straight to introductions? Leave all that in? Fuck it, let's go. Yeah, yeah hit us with them. All right, uh, I'm Perry. This is playing sight. <laughs> to to my right, star. Of Blaze TVs, you are here with Les Schaefer and Sydney Watson, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, Mr. Brandon Steele. But what also up, to up, my up, right, the star the of kicker, Tucker Carlson. Yes, the kicker of the illest flows in Texas, the town hall terrorizer, the one and only primetime Alex Stein. How are you doing, buddy? Wow, Perry, that's the best intro. I get a lot of good <laughs> intros with the town hall terrorizer. That's my new nickname. You got your I'm serial killer name dude, right there. Wow. That, hey, man, I'm, that Chinese clonazolam, sometimes it, <laughs> it, it unlocks parts of my brain I don't know exist. It lets you come up with the best ideas. It is. It is. It is. It makes me so dumb I have to exist only in the present. <laughs> okay, no, but the thing is anti-anxiety medicine does make you dumb, but it also takes away your inhibition so it doesn't limit your creativity. So It, it also can be prevents good. me from being a chronic alcoholic. Yes. That's really what it is. That's yeah. is, is when I take oodles of that, <laughs> I don't drink entire gallons of vodka a day. Less calories. Yes, yeah. less calories. I'm a svelte man. I'm okay, no longer Perry, all puffy you are, face. You are a lean machine, but I'm telling you guys, if you're out there and you're drinking a lot, I'm not a teetotaler, but I'm saying alcohol, I do think this, I think that's a psyop, guys, that it's actually poison because... It's there's a liquor store in every corner and out and liquor so cheap. Well, it is literally poison. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it's literally yeah. I know it makes you feel good, but it's like literally It's poison. fun poison, it's but fun yeah, it's poison. poison. Uh, I yeah. would always explain it as if we if we completely wiped off the the drug rules and we had to start anew and you didn't name the substances but you named the side effects of each, each substance. Say yeah. you had a spread Yeah. With just like this causes this, this causes this. I literally believe alcohol is the worst. I I will put it. I think the statistics. I think the only thing that gives it a run for its money is methamphetamine because the uh, deterioration could be so quick. But alcohol ruins everything. But I can tell you why methamphetamine is a better drug than alcohol because you can take methamphetamine and take a part of, yeah, you can take a part of transmission to a truck, yet you drink <laughs> alcohol, you're going to be losing the screws and you know, I mean, you know what, they, Oh my God, we played, so we did PSAs last night on You Are Here and I found all these meth posters from the meth project in oh, Montana. Oh, I fucking love that shit. Oh God, some of them are so good. My favorite one is it's just a picture of a dirty bathroom stall and it's like, you don't usually you lose your virginity here, but on meth, you might. <laughs> it's like, that. yo, that is fucked up, man. He's going to get fucked in a nasty. It looks like a scene of fucking criminal minds. I love that. that and, but, and what is the age that that ad is attacking? Like yeah. virgins? I mean, like, yes, like I mean, teenagers. And the other there was another one where it was two like teenage girls who looked fucked up and like, we uh we used to always share everything. Now we share hepatitis and AIDS. <laughs> it's like, whoa, dog, these are a little too brutal. Listen, I don't have a job. I think my job needs to be consultant to drug PSAs because they're fucking up they're terrible. badly. Although the best one, I take you back, the best one was, uh, they had a series of these, this is the best, was I used to have a daughter, now I have a prostitute. 
Oh my gosh, Holy that's shit. good. Yo, See, that's, that's good. That's, you know what that is? That's a fucking bar. That is that's, fucking, that's like a fucking, woo. that's a smack URL bar. Like, <laughs> Okay, well, question for both of you, kid. Let's, let's brainstorm. What is an actual PSA that you think would work? I guess my first thing is like, guys, drugs are really fun, but you're going to be broke and your life is going to be crap. But you we, know, just I mean, I would just show people going through literal withdrawal. I think yeah. we, we've talked about it before. I, I think the honest answer is like, look, when you have drugs and you have the money to afford drugs, I'm not going to lie. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah. The it, problem isn't having the drugs. Yeah. The problem is when you run out of drugs yeah. and then you're hallucinating in your bathroom because yeah. you're going through withdrawal and your fucking heart is beating out of your chest and you have to be hospitalized three times hypothetically, or of you're, course, though or, I'm not speaking from my yeah. own experience. That, that would sweating, be ridiculous. You're sweating through your alcoholic. sheets. Oh. Yes. can't eat. Uh, you haven't slept in three you days. You gotta wash your sheets literally multiple yeah. times a day because you're pouring sweat. Hypothetically, you feel like you've been beaten yeah. to death by the gods. Yeah. Oh, and did you guys see this? I don't know what kind of mainstream style, but this is. They say actually after ecstasy, it, you don't have a come down. Did you see that? That's you bullshit. You need to look it up. I'm gonna pull. I know. I it, mean, I've never had the worst come down in my life than we, after taking ecstasy. I'm gonna find this article. Are proof positive that ecstasy will give you depression? Oh, well, I, 100%, it will, I think so. It will exacerbate anything. It definitely helped aid my brain's breaking. I feel like it literally took me almost a decade to come back from what we did ecstasy-wise early in our lives. Because we fucking ruled. Yeah, fuck yeah. You hear that, kids? Hell That's yeah. how you be cool. You do a bunch of ecstasy. Do a bunch of And drugs. then you get really depressed, and, and you lock yourself in a yeah. room with a bunch of ecstasy. And then years and you later... you don't talk to your friends anymore. Years later, you go on a but podcast. Ecstasy. <laughs> and yeah. talk about how you took ecstasy on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, no. Because it's, it's funny. It's mm. super cool. We ruined our <laughs> lives. It was fucking great. Although if booze is a psyop, though, wouldn't that have to go Back to all the way, like the Mayans psyoping themselves. Well, it's in the Bible too. So yeah. I mean, well, the Mayans it, predate the Bible. Yeah, that, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's been. That's how you know they were actually just Mexican ancestors because they invented cervezas. <laughs> yeah, that's well, how I know those motherfuckers is related. They they had what were those things I used to get before work? The the micheladas. Yeah. Micheladas are good. I used though. to oh. drink every day oh, at work. You people are gross. I would yeah. drink. I would get uh, three tall cans of Bud Light and one of the like pre-made michelada mixes and i was just drinking that at work at 7-eleven you yeah, get yeah, those yeah. yeah for two for three i would yeah. I, and it seems i remember sometimes like i would get like the butt ices you know if I wanted <laughs> to get those. yeah uh did you drink four of those it's like seven dollars uh from 7-eleven oh you'd be shit you fast. know where it got dangerous two two times in my life i feel like 7-eleven almost killed me <laughs> one was when i was early 20s maybe late teens they did two for four dollar four locos you oh, should man. not be able to get that fucked up for $4. That is that is ridiculous. The second is when Steel Reserve started releasing three packs of tall cans. <laughs> when you can drink the equivalent of 15 beers in like two hours, that is a, a life... You, you can't come back from that. That is too fucked up I mean, for $6. I think that's why it's more dangerous than heroin. It's just simply easier to consume. Exactly. You, you just yeah. chug it. But, but I got to say the Four loco thing is I remember one time I was in Las Vegas and I like, you know, I, I don't even normally drink Four locos. This is like not even that long ago, probably four or five years ago. And I drank a Four loco and like immediately went down to the casino and lost $500 in like <laughs> two minutes. I mean, literally like, and I haven't had one since. I was like, I'm never drinking Four loco. I was like, oh, you know what I mean? I was hyped up and shit. 
shit face. It was. You, it fucking, is, you it pulled is, the hangover at the casino except you lost. It I is lost. literally the worst combination outside of like Adderall and alcohol or, or alcohol Adderall and, and alcohol is good. I don't care. But I mean, the, the more, problem, more dangerous in that you're functioning. Yes, the problem yeah. is your yeah. stupid mind is not working, but yeah. your physical body is. So you can make. Every bad decision that crosses your mind while you're fucking shit-faced drunk, you are now capable of enacting that. And that is a very dangerous thing where it's like, you know what? I'm going to drive to Arizona and I'm going to defend the border. Like I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go steal down there and shoot me some Mexicans. Yeah. Well, talk about stealing though. Let's talk about this Xanax, any anxiety drugs. Oh my gosh. That makes you steal anything. I think that's, oh, I do that all the time. Dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's weird yeah. how it works. Like I'm that. also a klepto drunk though. So yeah. No, I, I steal petty things. I when, remember when, when we went on our, our Xanax binge in high school, so I I literally had a phone number saved in my phone. I don't know this person's name. It was just saved as Lady Xanax. And <laughs> I had a lot of those numbers in the day. We right? had uh we had a winter vacation at some point during yeah. high school where we bought yeah. I think a hundred bars of Xanax. Yeah, we bought a whole grip. And we proceeded to fuck our lives up for four Hell weeks. Oh, man. That's all it Hell takes. Yeah. You don't even remember that month, do you? Nope. Well, in our defense, we don't remember much of high school. Yeah, no. See, y'all were in high school in Los Angeles. Like, I know we talked about this last time, so we don't have to harp on it. But, man, I just can't imagine. You guys kind of describe it as like, well, I think if California is a cool, hip place, so it's like, I don't, you know how the media might say it's a you know dystopian future, but still going to high school in LA does kind of seem dystopian in a way. Like, I feel like there's where like the I boys mean, are and like all the uh, oh, stereotypes of high school well, happen on a Los Angeles TV show, like reincarnate, you know, um, trying to mimic what really happens in a Los Angeles I, high school. I mean, I've actually always given our senior class kind of credit because like, we didn't really have bullies because everybody just got fucked up together. Like, sure. even the nerds would show up to party. So it was like, we didn't... Like, I remember our valedictorian no Latin bullies. Like, no, not the, really. The valedictorian was yeah, on yeah, OCs. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. Well, cool. yeah, that was the thing. Like, our whole class, like, despite what you were into, like, we united off getting fucked up. Yes, it was, uh, you know, that was the time of Plur, whatever that stands Peace, love, unity, yes, respect. Oh, you. my thank gosh, you. dude. So you guys like Plur. Okay, so let me give like, just a little backstory. I'm a few Well, he old. doesn't. He, he he wouldn't ever well, go to well, a rave. No, no Plur is so I cool. It's, it's, guys, we, this is like the ecstasy episode. So we talk about that's where the ecstasy culture, peace, love, unity, respect. But yep. I used to love that. That used to be so fun. Not that I even, the raver, even though I did go to Lights All Night this past year, I didn't, you know, I went sober, kind of like, uh, I would never imagine myself going I to could sober. Like never. a Christian I, my youth friend, pastor. Well, my friend started it. It's a big uh, music festival that oh, they okay. do every New Year's here. And he started, it was like, when it was nothing, when, when we were in college at LSU together. So what I'm saying is, that is some of the most fun going to raves. Like, you see half-naked girls. I mean, the social stuff, I get yeah. it, Perry. I'm like you. I don't hardly want to go to a party and talk to anybody. No. But that scene, the first time you try ecstasy, and the first time you see dead mouse, and the first time yeah. you see, like, girls and dancing and thongs, the first couple times, it's really cool. The first rave I went to was EDC, and I got to see Lil Jon. That was epic. Yeah, it Dude, was there's fucking no so, way. If it you're was Electric so Daisy rad. Carnival, that is the most fun rave there is. I was so fucked up. Yeah, it, it was great. Just Lil John with a crowd of white. Yeah. I yeah. used to. What? I went to EDC Las Vegas and lost my mind. I took LSD and just was like the whole time. was just. Uh, yeah, I took 11 hits of ecstasy. 
Yeah, wow. and then showed up at my house the next morning looking like a fucking tweaker yeah. from a trailer That's, park. He couldn't sleep. No I, way. No, oh, no, I, no, no. I didn't even go to try to go to sleep. I was in a jacuzzi until 6 a.m. Yes. Why by is, myself. Why do drugs always, you always end up in a jacuzzi or hot tub somehow? It uh, always works out like that. You're trying to sweat out the toxins yeah. subconsciously Honestly, like I a just, Native American ritual. At that point, I knew how bad I looked, and I was like, I didn't want to go inside. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that was the day I went into full blown hallucination. Yeah, yeah. They, oh, coming down from it. Well, like, well, we did more. Yeah, later in the day. See, the only thing that works is alcohol. The hair of the dog. That's the only thing that will be the hangover is drinking again. In my opinion, that's yeah, how you become an alcoholic. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. when I would go on a binge at night and then wake up the next morning, I was like, "Well, I just need a quick six to eight shots, and I'm." Good as new. Not the even few- that much. You know what I mean? Like two or three well, shots. I mean, well, like, you know what I mean, though? If you wake up like half You don't drunk, understand who you're talking okay, to. Okay, well, Perry has a tolerance that I don't even have. I'm just saying, when you wake up like half drunk, yeah. the, the idea in the morning of having like a mimosa or something is pretty good. Fucking yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, ironically enough, the few times we haven't been able to record was his binge ruse. Oh, yes. <laughs> if you go back in our back catalog and there are missing yeah. episodes, it's because I was on the fifth day of a hangover. Yeah. After drinking like five gallons of vodka. Yeah, those are the only days. Be like, I'm. Assu- I text him. I was like, I th- I'm assuming we're taking a day off. He's like, Yeah, yeah. I think we recorded once after I had done it, and I think I just described how I had blacked out for four straight days on the episode. <laughs> and I was like, I should probably <laughs> stop doing that. So you know, hey, yeah, you should stop. No, that. no drinking, and uh, we're we're approaching a a year here. That's why this Dude, is a drug. It's a dry household. Hey, yes. guys, let me tell you something. You guys have done every drug in the book. Same with myself. I'm telling you, alcohol is not a clean high. No, like, there's so no, many no, no. drugs that have a clean I high. I mean, isn't it Bob Marley that said liquor steals a man's soul? It, and it does. You will do some... There's certain drugs that really once once you cross a certain threshold, you will just do yeah like really dumb shit. That, Alcohol is a meth. You, you will yeah. start fights. You'll start texting an ex uh, emotionally. Like oh, you you'll yeah. start being like I fucking love you. You haven't talked to the bitch in five years. Yeah. Like oh we should be married. You'll start googling some unsavory things. Yeah, you might end up with uh, the guy from the Who's hard drive. You never yeah. know. It's uh, Roger Waters, I believe. But uh, Roger Waters didn't have the bad hard drive, did he? Who was? Uh, no, Roger uh, Waters, Pink yeah. Floyd. Yeah, yeah. Who was? Uh, who's the guy from Roger the Waters? Yeah, Roger is, Waters, you anti- pedophile. No, he's an anti-Israel guy. People get mad at you guys for that. All the grippers. No, I don't give a fuck. Fuck those froggers. I don't care. <laughs> no, no wait, I'm just saying. Pete, I think they like right. Pete Townsend. Is who Pete I was Townsend, thinking. I didn't okay. even have to Google it. Pete Davidson, known pedophile. Yes, Pete Davidson. It was actually fucking Ariana Grande when she was twelve. There you go. Real quick to that is you guys saw. The message that he supposedly sent to Kanye, where he yes. was like, he supposedly, this is my tinfoil hat conspiracy, that he sent the same message to Mac Miller with Ariana Grande. I have, right before Mac Miller died. I have heard something similar in that he basically had sent a message to Mac Miller being like, Yeah, I'm piping your bitch. And <laughs> Mac Miller uh, proceeded to buy. Press pills. Yes, it proceeded to die in the prayer position. Yes, which, is that true? Is that how yeah, he died? Yeah, like he in the died prayer? praying that he probably wouldn't overdose. Yes, that's he, probably what it was. God yeah. was not listening that day. All he needed day. was Narcan, though, and he probably. But uh, it's easier yep. said than done to be like. You should I mean, it, yeah. Narcan, yeah. Again, we preach safety here. If yeah. you live in a city where you can just purchase Narcan and your friends are of uh, the variety where that might be necessary. Or you are. Go ahead. 
buy some Narcan because you know what? It's not that expensive. And in terms of uh, preventing your friend from dying, I think it's worth it. The return on investment is good. Yeah. Preventing your death or the death of a loved one is a uh, that is a solid investment for 50 bucks and you know or whatever how, it is you know how we know the government doesn't care about us you know fentanyl test strips are illegal they're considered uh, drug paraphernalia wait when this happened we had talked yeah. about doing branded fentanyl we, test strips we want to sell merch with our logo on the fucking fentanyl see that's test good strip. see that's see that's edgy and cool like i might even steal that idea not with the fentanyl strips but like something edgy and then brand it that's good well, we can do else. like you a can crossover join. Well, I want to start I'm just doing, trying to think of like what idea. That's actually really funny. I want to start doing CCP merch for Council of Crazy People. Yeah. Now that we've inducted a new member. Yes. It continues to grow because mm-hmm. I also like the CCP thing. Yes. Yeah, it, like maybe that. we can get China on our side. You know, I'll this, take China money. China money hot. I'm I'm here for the money. I will. Yeah, I'm I can for be sale. My morals don't exist. Hell I, yeah. I am available to the highest bidder. Well, I did. I had to. I sadly like people are like calling me a shill and something. It's because like you know, you can always be so conspiratorial. Like even on yeah. you or here or something. Like you know, you don't you don't want to talk about like we do talk about like satanic pedophiles and stuff. But you still want to color in the lines a little bit. You know what I, I ironically mean? Ironically enough, the one thing I saw some people talking about was the we didn't go to the moon shit. Oh, they <laughs> hate that shit. Yeah, yeah, they don't like that. But what I'm saying is like even me as a tinfoil hat that owns it, there's still stuff. that's like I don't really necessarily like this is the the Jewish thing. Everybody blames everything on the yep. Jews. I don't yeah. I don't want to do that because that's like you know you can't say that you, you gotta blame specific ones yeah, yeah. or yeah. yeah i mean yeah. yeah you can't do that but George see, Soros. you have yeah exactly <laughs> and you have the catholic church you have a lot of powerful organizations and religions especially that are powerful so there's just certain things you can like if you started talking about jewish stuff like uh, perfect example my buddy cassidy campbell was on chad prather's show in the blaze uh-huh. he started talking about the elders of protocol zion, oh, protocol zion. And that, that is a quick yes yeah. Yeah. Off the internet. so it's like even though i want to be edgy no well, you can't talk about i mean that. actually i think we've talked about it on your hair a few times oh you'll have i think it's been mentioned because I would usually be like, nope, not doing that. Yeah, no, no that's, that's no. what I'm See, taking. some stuff, dude, you can't. I'm taking can't care of you. That, yeah. It's not even you can't talk about that one. It's just like, it's played out. Speaking yeah. along those lines. And they lines, say it's fake that some Czechoslovakian people wrote it. Yes, yeah. it is. Who knows? If you look back at the history, it is does kind of seem a bit fake. But Sounds like something a Jew would neither say. Neither. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's true. Listen, I get my directives. Before we record every episode, the, the uh, Anti-Defamation League faxes me. They still use fax. They fax me a list of the Jewish propaganda points I have to get across in every episode, and I have to, you know, go down the list and check it off. Last week we recorded, and he was like, "Do you want to like cut that part out?" Yes. Or he said, or he said coon. And I was like, "I don't give a fuck." Yes, he used. The, I'm care. not going to say it because uh, you know I don't I have be a job. And I'd like to. Too. That's what I'm saying. I never like, and and I, they're writing the hit piece about me. I'm sure they're going to say I'm racist. I'm not racist to black people at all. I'm not trying to virtue signal now. Maybe yeah. some other races. I'm. You know, I actually I know races. Am I wary of other than have you guys ever dealt with Romanian gypsies in your life? Yes, yes. yes. Armenians, Romanians. We call gypsies. Armenians. I still uh, love you, gypsies, but I, they, we they, call them movers and uh, hagglers. Yeah, that's our slur for Armenians because uh, the the Armenians they're always movers or let me tell you and a quick they love story. to haggle. 
So I had a, like a nice Lincoln Navigator back when I was like retailing cars Hell a lot. Yeah, this brother. Is, Hell I mean, yeah. but it was kind of an older one. It was probably like an 08. But That's was, still a fly car. It was a fly car, and it had the nice Lincoln you know, logo on the hood. And, and like obviously these gypsies came. They're like Romanian gypsies, <laughs> and they test drove the car. <laughs> Where were you? You're, my car you're, you're on some lot. weird fucking No, they were right here in Dallas. They're all okay. over. I they, thought they gypsies did. didn't. Own it, things. No, dude, they're in Dallas. In there's a bunch of Romanian gypsies. Okay. I did not know that. Yeah, so listen, huh. they, they'll knock on your door if they see like your car is parked in your driveway and it has a little dent. They'll knock on your door and be like, Can I fix your dent? I'll fix it. I can't. I do accents. It's horrible. People make fun of it. So no, that was dead on. Okay. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. okay, this but, is a safe place. You okay. can try anything. Gosh, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I do feel that safety. We okay. work it out live. Yeah. You know? But let me tell you so what happened. So. This is just, you know, one example, and there's been multiple times. One time they paid me with a fake cashier check, but <laughs> this is the most annoying thing is they took this nice Lincoln out for a test drive, and all of a sudden they come back on the test drive like the hood ornament's missing. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, that is some 1980s shit. They like, fucking stole the hood ornament? No, they broke it off, and they were like, oh, the hood ornament broke off. And I'm like, what do you mean? It was just on there. She's like, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't well, just like, fall off. Yeah, and they're like, but we still want to buy it. We'd really love to buy it. Buy it, but you know, we take $500 off. I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, <laughs> you broke it. Yeah, she does have the hood ornament. And I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I'll be nice. I'll take off a hundred bucks. And then, then they're like, no, I need it. And then I was so mad. I said, just leave. Just See? leave. You go on a test drive. I, I'm lucky they didn't wreck the car and try to get yeah. even a better deal. But yeah, so that, you know, stuff this is like exactly that what we're talking about. They're movers and hagglers. All right. I they want... think everything can be negotiated and haggled. I don't know if that's just. I don't know if it, we've talked about it. I don't know if you go to Armenia and everyone's just haggling over the price of shit. Before we get removed for uh, our, our current conversation, I do want to play a bit. We love all Armenians and Romanians. And no, everyone... no, I hate them all, and I wish they'd have oh. finished the job. Everyone oh, is wow. a child yes. of God. He said it multiple times on yeah. episode. Yes. Everyone is a child of God in my eyes, and we are all deserving of forgiveness. That being said, you... Uh, your last couple of weeks have been fucking insane. Yeah, you went Yo. to Mecca. You went to Mecca to visit the you, Pope. Let's, yes. The Holy Father. Let me give a timeline from my perspective. Please jump in and correct me where I'm wrong. You had uh, you were doing your your town hall thing. You you did the Plano one. That shit popped off, and I had an incident where I was reading through news articles, and I saw your face, and I was like. Oh, they fucking arrested him. That was my immediate <laughs> first time. Because I was like... I'm Wait, Perry, I have to cut you off. My dad is like, I can't believe you haven't been arrested. Sorry, go ahead, but no, it's funny you I'm, say that. That's I'm, my dad's like, I think you're going to get arrested one of these I'm days. Convinced, That'd be good, good I, yeah, that'd be good press. <laughs> I'm convinced they're going to find some fucking law from like 1802 where it's like you can't gyrate no, your pelvis. Yeah, no rapping in, a, in no the courts. Yeah, no sodomy rule. No of this devil's yeah. music in the courtroom. But no, what, what I wanted to get to is I, I was trying to find it before the show. I showed Brandon last week. There was a newspaper article written about you. It it described you like you were the leader of some sort of terrorist sect. Like, <laughs> was it the Newsweek one? Uh, no, it was it was a more local. It might like San Antonio or some shit like that. But there was a paragraph. I wish I could find it because I wanted to read it. Where it was like Mr. Stein stepped to the podium and proceeded to gyrate his pelvis before declaring, "We must assassinate various world leaders." Like, well, that's not how I would have described what happened. That's a bit. That's a bit different than what actually happened. You kind of just got up there and made you know you made people laugh. Yeah. A bit different than declaring a war on people. And then he tells me today that fucking Russia tweeted some shit. 
shit about oh, yeah. you. Oh, yeah, dude, the Russian news site, they called what me... What the a, fuck is going they on? They had Amazad, like an elected official calling for the assassination <laughs> oh, that's of Putin. I was telling Perry before this, I was like, I can imagine them being like, Vladimir, look what America is saying about you. They send Alex Stein here, representative for country. He say you must die because you hate blacks. When everyone know you have many black friends. I was... It's like Trump. I was la- so many black I friends. was laughing so fucking hard at that plain old one because it... Not necessarily just the video itself, which was funny, but it was because the the news cycle response to it. I love it when something as retarded as what us three do is forced to be addressed yeah. by yes. actual news. On morning news. Dude, you, it was on TMZ. They do not. You, you, yeah, you two are T- TMZ boys. We're yeah. T- TMZ club. He was a front page of TMZ for the Rittenhouse shit. Yeah. You, you joined the, yeah. the club. Just me and just... Dis and LeBron. I'm going to have to uh, go fucking knockout game Kid Cudi or something to get on the front page. But I, Perry, why don't you come to a town hall meeting? You need to come to one. That'd be goofy uh, as hell. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you could drop some truth bombs. You need to, you, dude. I, I got to write some fly rhymes. You know, no, I, you don't I even have to rap, dude. If you, and honestly, like when I first started going to the meetings, now I basically improv it. But if you actually just wrote some crazy speech about anything about how the legalization of heroin or something, yeah, yeah, you yeah. could just troll dude, them that, like we do the Nigerian scammers. Yes, dude. If you wrote, if you wrote some crazy like you know uh, thesis about why you think. X, Y, or Z. I don't know what topic. Yeah. I just can't come off the top of my head. But something outlandish. Dude, that would be hilarious. So I even checked. I, I was so concerned about what you were doing and your possibility of ending up in prison. I talked to my brother because he works for the government. I was, And he told me, he was like, no, when we do these meetings, those three minutes, like as long as you're not calling uh, uh, people the N-word or inciting violence, you can say whatever the fuck you want. Exactly. So I guess as long as you don't cross those lines, now maybe saying we we no, are you're assassinating. Well, who no, you're no, kind no. of flirting with. I it, am flirting with the lines, but I actually looked into it. There's one guy that got a court case, uh, and it was actually in Malibu, who okay. I'm actually good friends now because I've been trolling Malibu so much. Now I'm friends with the mayor good. pro temp. A guy named uh, Bruce Silverstein, because he how it works there, they don't have a normal mayor. The the city councilman that gets the most votes gets to be mayor for nine months. Then they vote. Then they vote each councilman. That I know it's very dumb. weird. I know it did so dumb, but Malibu only has 13,000 citizens, so of course they have some kangaroo Rich court. fucks. Yeah. But this guy got a false allegation from an employee that didn't like him and said that he didn't sexually harass her, but that he like didn't treat her fair in the workplace. Did an investigation. She ended up quitting, basically admitting that she lied. But they won't let the guy serve his, be the honorary mayor. And so I saw this because I saw, you know, I looked into it during the meeting. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this grown up quitting and, like, basically lied because they did an investigation because they wanted to kick him off the council for real. And she's like, they looked at, they did a freedom of information request and looked uh-huh. at all the emails. And, like, he did, he was, like, kind of mean to her, but in a professional manner, like, you know, like you're not doing your job when it comes. I to mean, this. yeah, like it the bitch is bad as her yeah, job. Yeah, exactly. It was not. She was like a city manager's assistant. She was. She was just not doing her but job. The, they and always, it was a serious thing. They yeah. had a bunch of wildfires, and like she wasn't handling how to handle. <laughs> so it was like a serious thing, and he was just on to her. And it was nothing like sexual. It was nothing about. She tried to say that he went after her because she was a woman, but there was it was no. No, like, you sucked at your job, bitch. Yeah, like she, I get used to it. I I hate when they try and do that where it's. Sometimes you have to be rough on your employees yeah. because they fucked up really badly. I'm not doing it because you're a woman or a gay person or a man. I'm doing it because you're fucking dumb and suck at your job. Yeah, welcome it to has, equality, ho. It has yeah. nothing to do with your gender. It yeah. has to do with your ineptness. 
Yeah, you make a good Ineptitude. point. Ineptitude. But that but I'm saying like, you know, somebody if they That's can scary, use that, though. if they or can just suck a dick. On. You know, yeah. Kamala Harris did it. I don't know why <laughs> you guys are afraid. It to should do it. offered to blow him. That might have made this go over better. I'm just saying. But but I was bringing up. Why was I bringing up the Malibu City Council? I was making a, a point. And then I you got were talking sent. about how you became friends with someone from the, the mayor. The mayor. Yes, I became friends with him. Gosh, I had a point. Now I forgot it. It's that the Chinese, Chinese benzos yeah, do that to you. It'll come back to me. I, I knew one every nine months seems like a burden. Having to draw that carpet, fuck, I gotta be mayor this nine months? Didn't God damn it, I I hate being mayor. I may have part of this wrong. Didn't someone shut you down in a meeting because they knew who you were? Like, they wouldn't allow you to speak? And that was a Brown Act violation, and that actually happened in Boston as well. Sue, I'll be your lawyer. I'm a Jew, I know enough. (laughs) Well, Brown Act in Uh California. That would be funny if you just represented yourself in court. (laughs) Yeah, well, Marine. But then you just showed up to court and wrapped your uh, argument. Wearing a yarmulke. (laughs) Yeah. See, in court, there's a different, there's a totally different standard of like, you know, um, how you're supposed to act in court than a town hall meeting. People think that's court, that it's that it's not. Um, But gosh, gosh, I still can't remember that. That Chinese fentanyl has my mind all locked up. I can't. Clonazolam, not fentanyl, not not poisoning the youth, Mr. Stein. I'm kidding. It's the. um, We're not the Sackler family. No, and that stuff is. We talked about this last time. I mean, fentanyl is pure poison. I just saw this really sad TikTok. A girl got date raped, and the guy gave him fentanyl, and she's uh, uh, paralyzed for life. I thought you were going to say she was trying to dance well on fentanyl. I was about to look it up. Just. (laughs) I thought you were going to say she was pregnant. Yeah. You know, it's she uh, wishes she had a fentanyl baby. You know, uh, I mean, car fentanyl is coming too. Car look, fentanyl is next. The, we discussed. They say. Tell us about the car fentanyl for the people that don't know. They can put it like in the vents and kill everybody in All the right, room. So yeah. fentanyl is, I believe, was it two hundred times stronger than morphine? I think it's it's a hundred times stronger than morphine, and I think car fentanyl is a thousand times stronger than fentanyl. Whoo! It. Here's here's where the problem arises. That's when, so dumb that we have again this. hypothetical. This is uh, you know this is knowledge I gained from watching documentaries or whatever. When you're trying to cut a brick, you uh, the people who don't know what they're doing, sometimes you literally would just pour the fentanyl and the heroin on a a glass table, and you take playing cards and you just shuffle it together. That is going to kill a lot of people. Now some of the more advanced people they'll use a bullet blender. Still not good. You need, like, industrial equipment to make sure it is actually blended properly. And even then, I don't really trust it. We're talking about granules. No, yeah. that little granules will kill you. And you micro know that you're not grams. mixing it right. Although, no. Micro is ten, one times ten to the negative ninth. Isn't that so what that they use for acid? So they use for acid, isn't it? It's zero point followed by eight zeros one. That is a very yeah. small amount, and that amount would kill a human. I don't think anybody would be capable of handling carfentanil. No. Well, 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 just not just carfentanil. What do you think about all the synthetic drugs? Like, you know how you can go to a head shop and you can buy, like, the K2 and all that stuff? We've, I mean, I, we've I think done a handful poison. of the synthetic psychedelics. Yeah. This, did they work? I mean, did, yeah, right. did, so did you actually like, have, like... Like, the, 2CB is pretty, was pretty cool. You know what's funny is when we took 2CB, I had someone call me from... Oh, I think it was like a Palm Springs. Uh, Your job interview. A job interview. Palm Springs, like NBC or something. I had just in a job interview at, and they called me like mid trip. Yeah, we're all on ketamine, yeah. and he's on two CB. Hey, let's talk about ketamine. That special K is actually an awesome yeah. drug. But I mean, yeah, I, just, I, hate to, but I, I fielded the phone call like in that, and it went fine. So like. 
That one was pretty fun. 2CI was fucking weird. We went inside Very Alice weird. in Wonderland. Very weird. Very prickly. It felt yeah. like everything was cactusy. Yeah. Circling back to ketamine, though. Kids, yeah. if you're going to want to do ketamine, there is a drug called methoxetamine, more commonly referred to as MXE. It was a drug developed to be easier on the kidneys than ketamine. Same exact uh, effects, except if you uh, abuse it, you won't eventually end up with the inability to control your bladder. It's so there pretty, you go. Wow. It's pretty Fairy's fun. lesson yeah. in harm reduction. We did a lot of that because we got free gram of it. Yeah. yeah and, and, but the ketamine, too, is like the more you do it, I think the less you get high. But that's a lot of drugs. You get the tolerance. Yeah. But, but to go back to your point about the granules, I had a friend, and I'm sure I've told this story before, a guy named Clark Gable. He yeah. had the highest drug from tolerance. cheaters, had, right? Yeah, from cheaters. Had the highest drug tolerance. He got a press pill and just died. Like So every, it doesn't matter... Where you get it? Somebody's out there. You're like, oh, you guys are glamorizing drugs. No, 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 no. And and this my other point is, like Perry was joking about how he learned this on the documentary. I hate Vice now, but I used to love Vice. I used to love their oh, drugs. Oh hell yeah, they had very yeah, real shit. Yeah. But now I look back, I'm like, they were just trying to get us to do drugs. They were glorifying. They were glorifying. But the yes. drugs were clean back then, so it's not such a bad thing. I'm just, I've always said, thank God we went through high school when the drugs were still okay. Because we would have fucking died in the current climate. I got to throw this out there. If you are still a, a active drug user, for the love of Christ, please buy fentanyl test strips and buy a marquee reagent test. For for 15 to 20 bucks, you can literally save your life. It would whoa, be whoa, funny. What's a reagent test? I don't know so, that. Uh, you can uh, test what? MDMA? Yeah, yeah. You, there's different ones for different shit. But yeah. a marquee reagent test would be you would take a, a portion of a pill and you would drop this liquid on it, and it would turn a specific color, and it comes with, like, a guide, and you can tell based on the color it turns what mm-hmm. your drug is cut with. Yeah. So you would be able to see if what you got was cut with fentanyl or cut with uh, amphetamines or, or cut with cocaine. or No one cuts anything with cocaine or heroin, no, by the way. So that, that's a fucking yeah. Yeah, urban that's legend. that's a fallacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they do put fentanyl in the cocaine. I mean, there, there's a... Accidentally, did you, yes. Did you see those six people that were at West Point? And yes, I did. And vacation, yeah. all died, and Fucking OD. What's that? Kate Quigley, who's a garbage person. She was at that. She's at LA the comedy comedian. store in LA. Yeah, and she she killed three other people with yep. some bad Jesus Quigley. Wait, you didn't read yeah. that one? Man, I try and stay out of it. This was a while ago. Yeah. It was at the yeah, comedy it was store. About a year or two. Ago. It was her. No, I don't even think. I don't think it was quite that. It long wasn't ago. at the comedy store, but there. No, no, it was after the. Yeah, it was after a show. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, uh, yeah, they did. They were some doing blow in the green room and uh, no, they no, were no, in, like, no, they're in a after. real nice place on like Venice Beach. Yeah, so, like, this was after canals and and uh, right on the. You know how they have the, the canals yeah, yeah, like yeah. behind there. Yeah, she was yeah. No, I I will not touch any of that shit anymore. Yeah. It's not safe. Like, and I, I yeah. we joke around a lot on this program. We say but some sincerely, funny This show is for entertainment purposes. Yeah. Only. Yes. It's but all jokey jokes. Sincerely, if you're still an active drug user, you need to take precautions because you're eventually, your dealer is going to get caught, fucked up on a re-up, and he's going to start cutting the shit out of things to try and get that money back. And you're going to die as a result. Well, and we've also talked about how, like, it's so potent. It is kind of just a poison. Uh, yeah. Not yeah. kind of. Yeah. It's, it's, it doesn't it's, get you it's high. Poison. It's, like, just supposed to, like, like so you don't have withdrawals. And, yeah. I mean, dude, I saw some videos of these homeless people. They're, they're, it, the drugs, it's, like, some sort of mix of fentanyl. I forget what it's called. And it's not called smack, but it's something Mac like 10. that. But their fingers are, they're having to get their fingers amputated. 
Oof. Yes, I got to look that up too. Gosh, so many articles. I wish I had my laptop. But yeah, I mean, it, it's like so bad. Like the people, it messed up their circulation and their people are going to have to go to the hospital because like their fingers are getting gangrene. They have to get them. Well, I bet at least they'll get painkillers for it. That's true. Yeah. You can get some good old but Vicodin. See, Doc, that, how many painkillers do I get per finger? See, <laughs> we laugh like there, that, those are the good old days when everybody was on Oxycontin, the hillbilly heroin. Hell yeah. That was strong as shite, but man, it didn't, it didn't even hold a candle to the fentanyl they have today. Goddamn right and, it was strong. And it was a hundred dollars a pill or something. Yeah. So you know what I mean? It, people, Everyone switched to heroin. It was it was like gold. Yeah, I know. That's what they do. They they do the brown. They'd mix it. I knew a bunch of guys. They they would mix it like in college. Yeah. A lot of my friends were hooked on oxy. I was so lucky. That was one drug. I just I love Xanax, but I did not like oxycodone. It kind of made my stomach. We hurt. had Vicodin more than we had oxy. Yeah. See, I, I take some Vicodin. That's I took that Vicodin for like thirteen months straight. How crazy is really? it though? Every and then experienced severe withdrawal. My yeah, first it was, it wasn't Could pretty. you poop? I'm not saying. I mean, seriously. I don't remember being particularly uh, constipated. Constipated, oh. to be honest. He didn't Elvis it. Yeah, he didn't no. shit himself to but, death. Uh, but like, I had some dental surgery, and they gave me some Vicodin not too long ago. Man, I was so uh, so. Uh, oh, I know, could my, I could literally probably take your whole bottle, and I'd be fine. My tolerance is insane. Yeah, you you wow. fried but, those uh, uh, opioid receptors. But yeah, it was after I ran out, went through withdrawal, that I was like, oh, this is what they meant. Yes, yes. Yeah. That yeah. Oh, it's like circling back around, tying this, this together. This is the, why the drugs are bad. I see because I want to die. Because now I'm sober and now I have to deal yeah. with the consequences of my actions. When well, I'm still high, yeah. I can skate by. So it, what? I fucked up that person's life. So yeah. what? I'm yeah. still high. I'm floating high above the world yeah. on this, this then, beautiful pink cloud. <laughs> but then when it all comes crashing down and you're stuck in your room and you don't have any money. Yeah. Not so good. Well, an opiate withdrawal is just like painful physically. Well, what about out, the yeah. times where you have the money but the dealer's out or you know you just can't get it? That's like the worst. I that mean, never happened you, to me. That never well, happened. You know, there, there had to be yeah. times though, when you run out of like, like you're doing coke or something. You run out at four in the morning um, and the guy's just not answering. Like you know where to get it. But well, you just the can't, nice you know? thing about doing coke mostly in, in high LA, school. Yeah, well, everywhere. no, is you just you run out of money. Yes. Because yeah. oh, yeah. you run out of drugs. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. we got good coke back in the day from an actual like Colombian. So we paid a little more of a premium, but I, worth it. I'll say uh, here's a, a story of, of warning to those of you who think you can get away with uh, using these substances without uh, repercussion. The first time I got hospitalized for delirium tremens from drinking. So, you know, I was full blown like fucking hallucinations and shit. I wake up. And as usual, I need to have my, my eight-ish shots to straighten myself out. I was Get yourself loose. I, I had enough left in the bottle to where I knew if I could get what was in the bottle into my body, I could then travel forth to the liquor store and have enough to keep me not... You know, in delirium tremens. Yeah, and that's the other thing. With cocaine, you have to have alcohol. Without yeah. alcohol, you're just you gotta have something, okay, yeah. something to take the edge off. Like, uh, so I, I wake up in this state of withdrawal. My hands are are literally. I look like you're doing jazz hands. Yes, I was doing jazz hands, <laughs> and I uh, I oh yeah, we we can pause. We I I'll. No, no, no. Uh, more water in the bottom of the fridge. You should be good, or there's some over there. It's all just a bit. No, we don't cut anything. Yeah. Everything is... This no, is yeah. 
This is just buddies hanging out. This is full transparency. Come on, guys. Sometimes we run out of water. I need. I'm thirsty. We're talking. Yeah. Look, the reason we set it up like this is so we don't have to do that. But so uh, what it happened? What it happened was what happened? Because my hands were so shaky, I knocked over the last of my vodka, (laughs) and I couldn't drink enough to get well. (laughs) And then I proceeded to start hallucinating and seeing things everywhere. And then. Sometime later, I woke up in a hospital. Oh, man. Oh, man. That sucks. Wait, really? Yeah, okay, so one time. You don't uh, strike me. You don't strike me as that kind of guy. He went no, to LSU. Yeah, I went to LSU, but this is after we graduated. Like, right after we graduated, I went to my friend's lake house, and I just, I didn't take too much Xenex. I just took a little bit, but we were, <laughs> but listen, I, don't, I, I took enough to where I was browned out, where I could barely yeah, remember, true. not blacked out, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and I slipped and hit my head on a rock. Oh, oh yes. Okay. And so they had to take me to the hospital. So I woke up at the hospital, and I felt fine when I woke up, and they had a catheter in my penis, and I ripped the oh. catheter out. Oh. Dude, and, and my dad was oh. in the room crying. He like They thought I was really messed up. Little did they know, I was basically just zonked out from, yeah. um, you oh, know. I mean, I think you got a concussion, I'm going to be oh, honest. Oh, I got a concussion. I, yeah. was concuss- I, got I don't think the out. Xanax knocked you out. I'm yeah. going to be real here. I think it was the rock. Yeah, I know. I got knocked off because how like they had the barbecue grill, and I was like joking, and I fell off the barbecue grill backwards, and it just landed back. Yeah, that's a very Xanax way to fuck yourself up though yeah yes, of course. it wasn't the xanax it was me hitting my head but the, i woke up and i don't did, had no idea how i got there i didn't remember hitting myself they were like there oh, was geez. one time me and perry got fucked up on xanax and vodka and vicodin and we had his grandma's car and we got in three hit and runs in one I, day i ah, did you get in trouble no no la we love you la now, they <laughs> were they were like very soft it was nothing it was nothing serious but we were fucked up enough we to just like hurt and they anyone. have insurance actually maybe yeah. not not everybody is i don't think we've dented anyone's car to be honest you know what's crazy i i do often think about those times and I am literally flabbergasted that there is not a blemish on my record. I don't even oh, have yeah, so dude. much as a speeding ticket. There are times when I came very close to getting big boy time. Man, oh I, yeah. I, let me tell you this too, and, and and this is one of the biggest stories ever. So when I was a sophomore, I was just way too drunk and I don't even <laughs> remember blacked out drunk and I wrecked my Tahoe like this nice well it was not not nice. It was an old Tahoe with a bunch of money I mean a bunch of miles on it, but I liked the Tahoe. It was like my favorite car. I'd had it for years. And I crashed it into a tree on campus <laughs> after a bar. And then I was like, I barely, barely remember what I did is I put the keys in it and I locked the door and I just sat outside. <laughs> and, no, and I waited for the cop to come and the cop comes because no cop saw it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what's going on? I was like, oh, this is my car. I was with some random girl, and she wrecked it, and she just left. I don't know where she <laughs> That's is. That's a good lie. Yeah, That's good. It's pretty solid. And I, I just met her. I don't even know who she was. I don't even know her real name. He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I know she was driving, and she was in the car. I was in the passenger seat. Now the keys are locked. And, dude, they sat me there for an hour in the back of the police car. The sergeant came since they had no proof that I was driving the car, which I was. I mean, that's they a that's a Quickly, how many years ago did this happen? In college. So Okay, uh, we're good. I we're mean, good. Yeah, we're yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, I just want to make sure. No dry um, sense. Oh, yeah, no. That's is, pretty good for on the spot, I got to say. Yeah, I mean, I was just. I, was, I, I just that's got that's lucky. That's thinking. Yeah. I think I just got lucky. That's uh, that yeah. Xanax thinking. That's yeah. when your mind is really clear. Well, you were calm enough to be like, how can I think? 
fixed this. I was really calm. <laughs> oh, yes. Like, my friends came to the scene because they, like, were talking to the cops. They saw it happen on campus and this late at night. And they had been, you know, they weren't in the car, but they had been, like, at the bar with, me, with us. And I had called them. Mm. I was like, dude, I think I'm about to go to jail. And I'm like, oh, barred out. <laughs> and and they just the cop didn't know what to do. He's like, were you driving? We know you were driving. I was like, officer, I was not. I wish I knew who was. I was, I I was going to get laid. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I Fuck. wish I knew. I told her I was too drunk to drive. And they're Two like, lessons to learn yeah. from this story kids first of all don't drive drunk and on xanax number two if you get caught continue to lie because the police do not have evidence to convict you yes stick by your story yes demand a lawyer do not fold to the pressure of the police lies yes always ask for a lawyer even if it's a public defender never tell the police the truth all right i feel (laughs) i feel we strike this might get striked for youtube no we love the police Uh, they like like defend uh, defund the police Uh, i don't care about what they like the police should should fucking leave me alone. We haven't had a montized episode in literally like six weeks, so I don't get. We've gotten <laughs> limited, <laughs> limited well, monetization. Yeah, okay, very well, limited. Let's have that little a quick talk though. So, what do we think about cops? Because like for me, I kind of did this as like more of like a troll, but then I kind of took it seriously because I got I graduated. But I did this Citizens Police Academy of Dallas, and at first I was going to go in there and kind of tr- tease the cops, and I thought I was going to like you know like kind of troll them. Like I live stream the first few things, they know it, and I, and I was like every That's time like, oh, I'm going to do hilarious. something crazy on the live stream, you know, um, which I didn't, and then I ended up just staying in the program. It was eight classes and finish it, and it it gave me some a little more respect for the cops, and it showed me how overwhelmed they were. Like the homicide department has like six guys, and there's like oh yeah, you know, two hundred murders a year in law. A lot of them are suicide. So, like, they said the hardest part of their job is going to a suicide body and then calling the family and be like, he yeah. killed himself. And the family's always like, he would never do that. He would never do that. Well, well, like, yeah, well, yeah. His did. brain splatter says yeah. otherwise. I hate to tell you this, but it looks like he did. Yeah, uh, exactly. We, we they bri- say that's hard to break. Yeah. We briefly touched on this last week. I think our biggest issue with the police is we we're is all fuck them. law-abiding as citizens, for the most part. We are not violent offenders. Not None of us go out yeah, and fucking yeah. shank old ladies and steal their purses. When we see police in the streets, none of us should feel nervous because we're not yeah. a detriment to society. I always... I think that's the issue, yeah, is when I feel see nervous. cops, I feel nervous as fuck. Well, we also had a few incidents where... We had our rights violated. You mean uh, the broken iPhone I still fucking have because yeah. that piece Wait, of shit? What? That do- so our first trip up north to go buy product, as we'll call it. Product meaning cannabis. Uh, we don't we don't have to code it. Yeah. It was it was. It just sounds valid. cooler. But uh, we went up there, and now we made some rookie moves. The rental car we got was a nice Lexus. We were that was flossing silly. a little bit. We were having fun <laughs> we, on the ride we down were, there. We, we were, you know. Look, yeah. they think they're Rick Ross, the boss, yeah. but we had, in the Lexus. I we, like that. We had just had a meeting with the sheriff, so we had most of the protocols worked out. Everything was in the, a locked trunk inside yeah, the of money a was case in a locked that trunk had in locks on it. With like the contracts and whatever, so we're we're almost there, and it's like this. First of all, we're on the one hundred and one in the redwoods. There's no signs telling you There's what the no speed limit is. There's no cell reception. There's nothing yeah. there. So I like I was trying to not go too fast, but like people were fucking passing me, and eventually you get to this part where it's downhill, and of course they sit there poaching you. So they pulled us over, and this one cop who was just a douchebag, this old dude. uh Asked all sorts of questions, you know, like, what are you doing here? You know, you're speeding. Uh, he's like, why is he? Yeah, he pulled the why is your tongue green? And I went, why was it? 
was like, because I was drinking Mountain Dew. I had one in the, like <laughs> yeah. in the, the fucking drink holder. And then he, of course, he pu- pulled me out. I didn't realize I was wearing a zigzag shirt. Oh, in that retros- never works. In yeah. retrospect, shirt? no, they yeah. don't like that. In retrospect, Rough. that was my mistake. And I made the other mistake of being cordial. And when he was like, what are you doing here? I was like, oh, we're just down here for some business. So he eventually pulled me out of the car, uh, you know, did the whole cuff, the ta-ta-ta-ta-ta. And then he eventually pulled those two, well, Perry and our other buddy Scott, out of the car. I, I got to explain my side. I was not driving, and I was uh, shit-faced. He so was very drunk. Perhaps. In the back, you're just wasting. He was in the passenger seat. I was not as cordial to these gentlemen as I could have been, and uh, that might have had something to do with it. He asked me if I had a medical marijuana card. I told him my medical business is none of his fucking business. He then told me to get out of the fucking car, yeah. and uh, some things proceeded. I was recording yeah. using my iPhone. Yeah. He grabbed my iPhone, and chucked it into it. the street. Yeah, uh, and wow. yeah, and they proceeded. Like, this my, is like they felt entitled to do that. So yeah. here's the yeah. thing: it was the one old cop who was a piece of shit, and there was a one younger cop who we eventually worked over to our side because yeah. he was. It's fairly cool. I was but, lying my ass off talking to that younger cop. I oh yeah, we played I him had good. Stated that I was I was talking to our other friend, but I was trying to talk loud enough to where the cop would think like I'm I'm trying to not be heard, but he's he's doing his uh, super detective work. And uh, I was telling our other friend, I was like, "Don't worry, we got cameras all over the car. Let's catch these bitch ass motherfuckers." And I think they began to think that we had hidden cameras in the car. Yeah. So if they were to steal our well, money. And so the other thing this, this, the other cop did was he illegally opens the trunk because once he pulled me out and I realized he was going to go there, I did the mental math of what was in the car, like in the back seat and whatnot. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, fine. Go ahead. Search that car. We were search good. the front and back we seat. We were clean. We yeah, had was money like, and that was it. I was like, go ahead, do it. Wait, you don't think you can search the trunk with that? No, if your trunk is locked, yeah, they can't. They have no probable and, cause to open it. And we really? have not. We have not that. been smoking in the car. So, yes, I, I but was, that's the the ruse like, they always pull. I was sober, uh, so eventually he just takes the keys and opens it, and then proceeds to pull the black like container we had out, and goes, "What's in this?" And I just went, "I don't know." Yeah. And instead of you know respecting the law, which is you cannot do that. He takes a fucking like crowbar and just breaks Bashes the lock it off open. and pulls out the paperwork that's obviously like for buying weed and then eighteen grand in cash. Yes, we, and at we, this point, we had a lot of cash. <laughs> at this point, <laughs> maybe other, a bit of a mistake. Well, at this point, uh, the other guy who was with the Scott had been berating the shit out of this. He dude. kept calling them Nazis and yeah. asking when the, the Fuhrer price, was going to yeah, show the up. Best, the best line of the night was when he asked, thing. "When is the Fuhrer coming?" Yeah, where's uh, the Fuhrer, man? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah so, not gonna work. So he broke that open and eventually he came to me. and He goes. What's the money for? And I just looked him dead in the eyes and I said, spending. And then he went around the circle. He yeah. did the same thing. He pointed at our, our grower. He's like, what's the money for? And I'm like, I, I don't know. Pointed yeah. at me. What's the money for? I don't fucking, what is all money for? It's for buying shit. Yeah. So then it's eventually. It's none of your fucking business. So after that, you he has to. shit. I hope you die in a car accident. He'll probably beat his wife and kill himself. Uh, God so he, willing. He had to call his superior and was like, should I arrest him? Can I or like can I arrest them? Can I bring them in? And he explained what had happened and how he had gotten about it. And I could hear the phone because I was close enough. And his superior was like, "No, you can't arrest them. They Let them go." To bring the DEA to us, yeah. and we had, I think we had 
four grams of weed in the car, and we all had our California yeah. uh, license. So eventually he had to go on camera. I had to go on with him so that he could hand me the dash money. Dash camera. Yeah, dash camera, so that he could hand me the money Not back. Like That's what they did. When, when I got pulled over and they checked my med card, they found just my pipe and my grinder. I didn't even have really any weed. They all put it on the hood. Like That's yeah, what they yeah, do, yeah. their right, investigation. Right. It's funny. Yeah, so he had to do that on camera, give me my fucking money back. And then he wrote me like a $500 ticket, which, fuck that dude. I think it didn't help that when he finally declared that they had found nothing in the car, I just burst out laughing. Oh, yeah, we laughed at him. Because we had been sitting on the side of the road for For like, yeah, three hours. Multiple hours in the middle of the night. It was cold as shit. Yeah. I had been sitting on rocks in a fucking forest. And this guy is tearing apart every inch of this rental car like he's going to find some fucking trap where if he, he turns the AC to the right uh, setting and, and turns the radio to the right station, like kilos of, of blow yeah. are just going to pop out of the center console. Yeah. Now, I've also had experiences with the police where because I was white, I 100% got off. Absolutely. So my thoughts when I say fuck the police is like, y'all need to fix this shit yourself. Yeah. I'm tired of like the, well, they're not all bad. Like, well, they should take care of the ones who are. Yeah, the ones who are bad really do ruin it for the ones who are good. And then my two other solutions are stop making them be, uh, you know, freeway cops. That's how most of these dudes fucking like I wouldn't if I wanted to be a cop, my thought would be like, yeah, I'm going to write so many tickets. Dude, Perry, I'm about to pass out from this. And then number two. We have a. Do we have a? Uh, you want to uh, take Red a, Bull? You want to take espresso break? Do no, you have espresso? Wait, yeah. Hold on. I'm gonna take an espresso. Wait, 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 wait. Where are we on the episode? We we can. No, no. Let's nah, wrap it up. We're we're at fifty three. We'll come okay. back and do. Oh, the I, can, I can finish. If we're, Alex we're gonna do an hour. Oh, uh, we well, do? we'll do Alex and and Tucker. Okay, okay let's, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I'm good. I can go 10 minutes. Yeah, but no, I need no, a cup no, no. of coffee. Pause, pause. I feel great. I feel awesome. I'm just saying, gosh, that stuff is strong. Nah, we'll take pause. espresso yeah, break. No, no. I, I, cool. You know, sometimes I hang on to shit well past the point that I should just because I, I develop an emotional attachment to it. Like my car is a decade old. Dude, and it should be. Let me and, tell you something. A car is just a tool to get from point A to point B. Everybody puts their ego into a car. Yeah. That is the dumbest thing possible because let me just do another example. I know people that buy a new car, and they're so scared if they get a dink on it, and yeah. then they get like a scratch on it. They're like, oh, my gosh. And, bitch, it's a car. It's going out in, uh, you know, <laughs> on the road. It's going to get a scratch. It's going to get a dink. So it's better to drive a car that if that happens to you, is you're not going to have a panic attack. Have you ever met – I used to know a guy who – Every new car he bought, he would put the first scratch in it, like the first day he had it. So that way he was like, look, it's out of the way. That's no longer a concern. I put the first fucking scratch in it. We're good to go. Yes, dude. It's new car anxiety that you know. And you By drive the way, we're it, back. You drive a different. Yeah, we are freshly espresso, freshly caffeinated. Yes, we need a little. But uh, uh, those things up. rule. It's quite literally my new favorite thing I've ever bought. We realized, uh, and I don't like coffee. I just love espresso. Is perfect. It's exactly the best. It's, it's what coffee should be. Small amount of just shot and you're good. And it's, it's like the uh, THC concentrates. Yes, it, it works, exactly. You know? It's the dab Straight of coffee. The, it's the dab yeah. of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> so That's funny. I think uh, we'll, we'll start wrapping this uh, episode up, but we, we haven't even touched on yeah. you. You were on. You went to so, Mecca. Okay. Play, the, the Plano video goes viral. You're everywhere. I think you've been throwing the pokey. Turns out that's not the case. Turns out your career, my my yeah. man, is, is skyrocketing. And, you know, I don't want to take all the credit, but what I would like to say is after you appeared on our show, yeah. 
I, I'm just saying. I, hey, correlation you means causation. Facts. I agree. I mean, I'm just saying we were on your show. You were on our show. All of a sudden, you're on Tuck Carlson Infowars. I want 95 to 100% of the credit for your success. Yeah, I, I, yep. can't, I, I wish I could argue with you guys, but unfortunately, <laughs> you guys are correct. The results prove otherwise. But yes, you did get to go see, as I call him, the Pope to our generation, yes. Alex Jones. So what was it that really, like? Because it's like, it's like remember when you, like in the old school, like 1500s, when it was like an honor to go meet the Pope, and it was like you took the whole trip. And, it was and like, they like the knighted holy, you. And yes, <laughs> welcome to see the Holy Father. And that's what Alex is for like us. Like if you see Alex, and like especially if you get to do a show with him, it's like going to church with the Pope. I D- yeah. I Are we talking about InfoWars first? Yeah, InfoWars. Yeah. Oh I DM'd you after I saw the InfoWars thing. Because seeing you on Infowars like made the kid and me excited. I was like, "Holy shit, he's on fucking Infowars!" Oh my god! Oh my god! And I'm not like just trying to, you know, sound cool. I'm going to get both of y'all on Harrison or Owen's show. That'll be easy. Um, We have listened to so much Infowars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys got to get on there because, like I said, I hate when I always say, "Like I said." But Infowars woke me up to 9-11, to so many of the truths, to the globalization of the world, how they're basically, you know, trying to destabilize America in order to gain further control. And that's just a kind of a quick synopsis. But right. Infowars is... Tip of the it, spear. Yeah, tip of the spear. But it really is a, a good place. And for me, I finally got to meet Alex Jones and co-host with him. Whew. It was surreal because, like, I'll, let me just tell you the experience first. I don't want to bash Alex, but, like, at the start of the thing... Alex had an idea. He's like, I want you to play this video and that, blah, blah, blah. I love the crew. But <laughs> well, folks, I love the crew, okay? But yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes they just, they make mistakes, dude, all right? Dude, it's, ex- Brandon, it was exactly that. Okay, so we sit down and I'm in my bolo tie and I'm like so excited. He's like, and he starts off, he's like, Alex, I know you like me a lot, but I don't, the whole interview, I'm terrible at accents. You know, don't, don't. Just don't talk about me the whole interview. It's your interview. I know you like me. You don't need to sit here and tell me how much you like me, which I kind of like that, too, because I was like, okay, you know. That I, actually you, is kind of cool, where he's yeah. like, don't kiss my ass. He's, a real, he's a real one. Yeah, that's what he's like. He's like, don't spend the whole show, you know, kissing my butt. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's no problem. But then at the right when we're about to start, he's like, I want you to play the video where he's at this meeting. And the guy's like, oh, well, we have this video keyed up. And he's like, God damn it, I told you on Friday I wanted, I wanted this one. And they're like, okay, we can get it up. We just need 30 seconds. I fucking and, love but them. But on the clock, on the clock till we go, there's like three and a half minutes left. And they're like, we need 30 seconds. So they're like, okay, we can pull it up. So they don't, you know, they're not in the ear. But I have an earpiece, too, so I can hear them. So then, like, 30 seconds later, like, we got it pulled up. He's like, forget about it. Forget about it. No, now I'm over it. Just play the way. Forget it, folks. Let's just move on. There's a supply chain issue on humor going on right now. The humor is backed up. The the Tricoms have stolen our humor. No, and then this is how it ends. He's like, and he's like, just just play the one you got. And then he looks at me. He's like, Alex, I never talk to the crew like this. And I and I, I look at him, and I'm like, okay, this right. yeah, this seems like you talk to the crew like this every second. That's what I was like, wow. And the crew is like really nice or really down to earth. It's kind of like it's kind of like a crew of Brandon's, kind of like younger, like hip people. Oh, it Fuck, is. That's funny. It but is like, so nice to know that our impersonation of Alex Jones for the last two years. No, no, no yeah, is kind of. Actually 
accurate. Oh, it <laughs> is. is. That's what I was going to say. When you meet him, he literally, he is that dude. Like, that's that true. You, you and, he was, and, and, and to say this, he was nice to the crew the rest of the interview, oh, too. Oh, he's so, great. Right. So, like, he's not, I don't think he's, like, overall mean to the crew. He just kind of blew up. No, he's just a lunatic. Yeah, yeah. he's insane. Just, come on, I want this clip. And then, you know, and then he's the rest of the interview is smooth. But he's intense. like, Alex, I never, I, ne- this, I, you, I, I never, never speak to the crew this I way. never yelled at the crew. In my mind, I'm like, I bet he yells at the crew. I think he's just so fucking stressed all the time that like he does have that he's constantly on the edge I mean of he's got explosion. a he's got but, a temper I, yeah. yeah and I can prove it because you can just look at pictures of him in 2016 yeah like he just had like the light in his eyes and now with like his court case oh, he's aged like a president dude he's aged like crazy yeah and, he, and it's like He's just, I can just tell the stress that he has, and Owen's yeah. going through a similar thing, and so I'm sure he kind of feels guilty about I haven't about seen that. Owen in a minute. Yeah, I haven't he, seen he, uh, he War might, Room in a minute. He might be taking some days off. He's, you know, he's wow. kind of working on his thing. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's stressed because he knows not only with Sandy and then, you know, January yeah. 6th, he just has a lot of stuff. He has a lot of legal fees. Nobody's paying for that. He doesn't have, like, CNN's legal team. He doesn't no. have Fox News no, or even no. Blaze TV's legal team. He's got the guy who uh, he... he I think pays an airtime. What's the guy's name? Who Robert uh, Barnes? Yeah. Robert Barnes. Thank and, no, you. and he has another guy. Robert Barnes is one of them, but then he has some other attorney that's like he usually gets airtime as well. Do I have this right? You were a guest one day, but then you co-hosted Sunday. Yes. Yeah, so I was just so. A guest. Did you just like kill your your guest feature? I I yes. want to describe it this way. Okay. I think you have been on an 08 Lil Wayne feature run like you have been <laughs> every time I open a social media app I see Alex Stein killing a feature like Lil Wayne back in the day and you Wheezy, baby. Yes, you, you are lollipop wheezy right now because every time I see something you are fucking murdering a feature you killed Tucker last night I fucked that bitch and, with uh, a broomstick yeah, yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> might play that for, yeah. for the next episode you're but, making me feel so good I really bro it going. makes it genuinely makes me happy to see yeah. someone you were on Tucker Carlson last night and yeah. today you're doing bootleg bathtub drugs with me in, <laughs> in the back room of our house and honestly you guys are my friends He's like you know keeping th- it this real. is not even this is not even yeah. like work this you, is just kind of us having a conversation not that like that's like our pitch for the show it's like oh we just get fuck up and talk yeah I <laughs> yeah, mean, that yeah. literally is the show yeah. okay but let me tell you a little bit about tucker so yes I, tell us yes, about please so about mr first, carlson the at king first i get a message from i have a google voice number that's like out in the open i get this message from google voice and it's this girl i'm kelly blank and i should have been even though i don't have linkedin but like this other person i know that was on the show i told her because i asked her when i got the messages i'm like have you did you hear from this person is this legit like am i being trolled because i thought i was being trolled that that would be my immediate thought too (laughs) yes i thought and because this isn't fucking real i'm baby tucker and like you know i'm sure somebody can figure out my that phone number say oh i'm with them and so I sent him back a message like, you know, oh, please call me. And they called me and they were really professional. So I was like, okay, yeah, 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 this could be real. Then come to find out, you know, uh, uh, like the next night, I get, a, I get a message from Tucker Carlson personally. He says, Alex, I love <laughs> your art. That's got to be fucking wild. Yes, but then I, I, with me, the conspiratorial tinfoil hat, I'm like, this is fake. This, this is, is someone doing impersonation. Yes, I'm just like, it's done. And he's being so nice. He's like, man, your, your military bit was brilliant. Like, that is like next level comedy. And and I, and mine, I'm like it's funny, but it's not next level. But it, I, to some people, I could see why it's it's funny. But this is what I'm saying. So I'm like I'm skeptical. I'm like, what the heck's going on? So the next day, 
I messaged a producer. I'm like, I just got a call from Tucker Carlson last night. Is that like how it works? real? And she's, <laughs> like, she's like, no, normally he doesn't, but he did ask for your number. So already I'm like, okay, what the heck? Am I, am I really going on the show? Because in Tucker's message, he said, hey, I just can't wait to see who rewards you after your, after, you know, your virality, basically. Jesus. And so in my mind, I was like, well, isn't that reward going on your show? So now you're going on the biggest show on yeah. the fucking news. Already. Yeah. But, but he was actually thinking higher aspirations. So I was like, oh, maybe they're not going to use me anymore. Then the next day, I get a call from the girl. She's like, yeah, oh, we want you for Friday. You're going to go to the studio and you're going to go in there and you're going to talk about your your uh, videos and Tucker Carlson loves your videos. <laughs> and I'm like, this is bullshit. No way. <laughs> no, he no doesn't. Way. You're yeah, lying. I, I can't believe it. So I didn't believe it at all till I even, and then we got to this place in Addison where it's like this little office building uh, where, where they have it set up to do these, you know, on the, the spot remote to do all the remote stuff. And it's funny because the earpiece, I was actually talking to him on a phone line, even though that's the audio they were using was a phone line. Interesting. Uh, and okay. Yeah, but the camera was, I guess, a fiber line. I don't know, but it wasn't this. I wasn't like talking to like a mic like this. I had an earpiece, and you could tell because they had to dial it, you know, when I was right, using right. the earpiece. Like, so, boop, boop, wait, boop, boop, boop. they're using like ISDN lines from back in the day where the so the audio that's, quality that's is better? That's the fastest yeah. way to do it. That kind of sounds like... It, it makes sure there's no latency. What yeah. you're describing, though, makes sense, because when I watched the interview, I was shocked with what Tucker let you get off. That's like what he, everybody said. He let you do you. I thought he was going to be like, well, I don't know about that. I don't I thought no, I he was like, going to backpedal at some point. I do like imagining like a slightly tipsy Tucker at night, just putting your videos on, just drinking. <laughs> I don't think we have to imagine based on what I'm hearing. I think that's what ha that's, that's what's happening. That's the funniest version is where Tucker's like, <laughs> Putin hates the blacks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah <honestly. laughs> and, and he just thinks it's funny. I mean, that's that uh, Tucker actually thought Look, Tucker has funny. Tucker has some good writers to where he has a really good line every now and then. Like the one he did about uh, one of, who was one of the dudes Kyle Rittenhouse murdered, the short pedophile. Yeah, uh, no, whatever his like, name is. Jeffrey Bauman. Yeah, or he died doing what he loved, which was uh, assaulting underage boys. And I was like, <laughs> that's you know a what? good line. That's, that's a, a good, good line. Yeah, yeah, I was like, that's a good but, fucking line. Like, that's for late night news like yeah. that's solid that's shit. a singer yeah okay so let me tell you about the experience you go into the, like this you know fake studio when i say fake it's just like an office building and it's like has like a little green room but i'm right. telling you it hits like a 500 square foot office it's tiny <laughs> i mean it's so tiny and their quality of camera was much less than tucker's like if you watch the video i'm like Man, they should pick a place that at least has like a five thousand dollar camera or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I would assume so. You know, but it was good, but it wasn't that great. And um, and the people were kind of late. Like I got there forty five minutes before I was supposed to get there. I would have been so fucking nervous. I would have showed up like the day before. Yeah, and camped I was, in the parking lot. I, I was worried I'd get in a car accident or pulled over. It's like I wanted yeah. on time, and like they didn't show <laughs> up. And I'm like messaging them. I'm messaging the people on Tucker Carlson. They're like, Oh no, they're just at dinner. They'll be there in time to do it. So I'm like already kind of started starting off flabbergasted. Acid. I go into the meeting. I mean, into the room. And you're in the camera. Here, I'll show you guys kind of some pictures. I don't know if yep. you want to add it into the editing process, but this is like what the room. We looked. do no editing. Just point it <laughs> at the camera. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is. Oh shoot, where is it? So, so you go into this room, and it's it's uh you know it has the cameras. I mean, I'm the, assuming this is just like a mobile studio. Yes, this is it. So this is okay. So you guys can see it. If you guys can focus on that. Yeah, I think if you get it close enough, it'll... There's a person uh, in a chair. 
Yeah, people get yeah. it. Yeah, That's close it. enough. And so, so you're in this little studio, and there's like a little screen where you can see this is my dad sitting down. So I can only see myself. I can't see Tucker. This is just a screen of me. Yeah, that's why those interviews are always a little weird. They're okay. weird. Like I would have liked to have seen Tucker, but yeah. I could hear him in the earpiece or the phone line. But oh, that would have thrown me off, not being able to see the person. I. Yeah, like it does. It's, it's it does. fairly common. Yeah, and I thought that was weird that I was like, come on, y'all can't even give me like a delayed version of him just to see him. But now um, – so I do the interview, and I, I wrote some things I want to talk about because I did miss some points, uh, but but I really want to talk about the border. I want to talk about Kamala Harris. I want to talk about Hunter Biden. Mm. So I get in there, and I start dropping, like, you know, some truth bombs, the trauma-based mind trauma-based control. Trauma-based mind control was, like, when he circled back to that, I was like, ah, oh, he won. <laughs> yeah, <Yes>. Alex <laughs> fucking won. Yes, that was epic, and then he let me explain it, and then he, you know, he got to bash CNN and Don Lemon for the death scroll. <laughs> so that went well, but my mind, the whole time, I was like, I got to ask him for the DNA test. I got to ask him yeah, for the yeah, DNA yeah. test at the end. And so then we started talking some more, and, you know, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's a destabilization of the middle class. I'm, you know, talking serious. And then at the very end, I'm like, you know, Tucker, I just want to say that, you know, I need a DNA test. You might be my biological father. <laughs> yeah. And he's laughing. And then the producer in my ear is I can like hear them giggling. Yeah. And I'm like, the interview's over. Please tell him I'm kidding. He's like, obviously Tucker knows, you know, you're kidding. <laughs> well, Tucker even said, he was like, listen, I appreciate it, but I think I'm too young to be your father. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. He, he had his own little line, but is being someone who's trying to to get across humor in that platform and you can't see the the audience you're talking to was there a part of your head where you're like is this fucking bombing like am i doing okay no Be you know okay. you know it goes so fast and like i speak because a, a that's immediately a where my mind would go and to dude, to be honest, like the fact that there was like millions of people in my mind, I didn't even think about that because I'm in a little studio talking to a little camera. I mean, not much. I mean, it's a nicer camera than that, but not that much different. And then little, little you hear that screen. Fox News? We're yeah. coming for you. Yeah. See that? <laughs> yeah, we can get to the big leagues. And so, so it wasn't like that scary. Like I wasn't intimidated. I was more excited to try to, you know, spit out as much as I can. But dude, I, I did miss like a lot of stuff that I wanted to say. Well, you're um, only on. You got five, five minutes. minutes. That's so how it's it like, works. You know, yeah, you, you I think you hit the big points and i think you you conveyed anyone who is interested in what you're talking about i think is going to seek out what you're doing like i i really uh, on a sincere level i want to say you did a very very good job thank you perry and i i really mean that i i think you fucking killed that he does not compliment often i no, know no I very I know he's rarely hard critic he's, <laughs> he's one like of the hardest Putin. critics very nice guy but a hard critic. i very rarely will get sincere on this show but yes no it uh yeah no, no, I've just I been want, happy watching is, I, you fucking kill it. I wanted to say it. the line, though, Brandon, I think the country is going through a controlled demolition similar to 9-11. That's just the last line. Like, I wanted to hit that line, yeah. and I forgot. You I got, got a 9-11 line in there, though, didn't you? Wasn't Didn't you say something about... No, I talked uh, about Hunter Biden. I didn't get a 9-11 Oh, maybe I'm thinking of the crack I got stuff. a feeling you'll yeah. be back. Yeah, I, oh, that's what they said. So the, so the producer said at the very end, they're like, Alex, will be in touch. And that's vague. You know, they probably say that to a lot of people. Yeah. But if I make some more vid viral videos, there's a very good chance they will bring me on. Because Tucker does like comedy. Like, right. he does have a sense of humor. And the show is so serious. That's when the booker said, they're like, Alex, we really like you because our show is so serious. We need some sort of political humor. Levity, you know? yeah. So, like, yeah, if I do some more videos that go viral, 
I'm going to make Perry go to one of these meetings on Chinese um, <laughs> clozapan and make him say something wild. We're getting on Gutfield, bro. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's where I want to get on next. I would love to get on any of those. Yeah. Oh, and then next week, I'm going on In Hot Water on Anthony Cumia's uh, Shout out yeah. Compound Media. Yeah. You but, meet- the, but, you know, their show's ending the 21st. Yeah, yeah they have, they're having beef. So yeah. I'm, so I'm going there, and then I'm just going to hang around the studio and try to get on Anthony's show. I regret, <laughs> I regret not going to the Anthony yeah, Cumia episode. I tried to tell, tell him he'd come as a studio audience member what are Listen, you talking about what, 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 cause you know he did stand up comedy here at Hyenas and I saw him yeah, I went, oh really yeah it was I cool. went to that were yeah. you there uh, I went Thursday night oh I, I, went, I went the next night I'm a gigantic night. Anthony Cumia fan but yeah. I was uh, I was in a, uh, a state of disrepair mentally at the time uh, it occurred no. so, I think uh, you're also doing the suicide hotline Yes, oh I. Oh my oh, gosh! Not, not calling the suicide hotline. Oh, yeah, I want working, to make that abundantly sorry. clear. I was working. Working the suicide for it. Hotline. Ah, no, I gotta talk about this. You were working the suicide hotline. Yes. Okay, text seven one four seven one four. Text help to seven one four seven one four. Well, this is back during my like. Uh, um, I guess pre-awake days to like I really woke up in 2016. I would watch Alex Jones or something, but I just wanted to call the suicide hotline and say that I was suicidal to see what they would say to, like, <laughs> as a, a troll. Like, crazy, and I could tell the guy was shook. And I was like, "Man, I'm just kidding. I'm I'm just doing no, something." I'm just weird. Talking I'm about just it, the number is always in the commercial, so I yeah. wasn't suicidal at all. I just wanted to see what it was like. And so in my mind, I'm like, "This is so weird that you can call anybody." Just some random person, and they're gonna try to talk you off the ledge. Like I wanted him to see if he could talk me. See off if he go le- for it. Yeah. yeah, I just kind of wanted to play with him, but then I realized like the seriousness of the thing. I'm like, oh man, I'm not. So really let let me break it down. You have to at least for this uh, particular thing, because I was doing it, it. It's basically a text version of the uh, suicide hotline. Yeah, I think you can and text a number too. Yeah, yeah, seven one four seven one four. Text help. Uh, they make you go through a lot of training, and essentially all you're doing is you're trying to validate the person's feelings and uh, make them feel understood. But there are certain things you're supposed to ask about, like, are you actively suicidal right now? And if they say yes to that, you got to ask them, like, do you have access to the means to kill yourself? And if so, do you plan on acting on it within the next 24 hours? If they answer yes to all of that, you have to escalate it to the next level. Yeah, how does it get escalated? Um, I don't want to go into it because I think people who are at that point need the they, help they that comes their way. But what is that? Like they call somebody to come uh, do something? So I, I would flag a supervisor. The supervisor would go over my conversation. And if they read it the same way I a did. Welfare and, check. Yes, basically. So I think that's what a lot of people are afraid of. And but I I do want to say, Jesus, we're ending on a fucking serious note here. <laughs> no, but suicide's a big deal. More kids but, are committing uh, suicide and have drug overdoses. So this yeah. whole pandemic, and all they want to talk about is the vaccine. All they want to talk about is you know World War Three. Yet, like we have a World War Three on our young people that are just you know getting involved. It was, right? it was mostly young people I was talking they're to. They're fighting all young people. Yeah. They're fighting their own will to live. But the the, the part I want to make <laughs> clear is uh, if you are in that position. It is okay to get in touch with 714714. Yeah, call it. <laughs> and for somebody out there, if you really are suffering, call the number. But the thing scared. is, you are allowed to say you're suicidal. Don't think not to say that. Like, we need the information to be able to help you. But the the, the questions about, like, if you if you tell me I have a gun in my lap, I'm going to shoot myself, that's when... 
the, the welfare check happens. Yeah, That's when that yeah. has to happen. But if you just tell me I'm suicidal, I don't have necessarily plans of going through with it, I can talk you through it. But uh, well, on well, that happy well, note... Well, no, then let me finish this thing. Ryan yeah, Long, I just saw him. He's a great comedian. You, you guys know Ryan Long. Yeah, I'm he's sure fun. He creates all the con- content. But his, and I think it's on his comedy special. He was talking about why do men commit, them, commit suicide more than women? And it's because men have follow through. Yeah. <laughs> and then he basically he's like, when a woman wants to commit suicide, she's like, I'm going to commit suicide. Uh, did you hear me? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to commit suicide. Women what do you usually think? go, they use Pills. it as a threat. Pills yes. and alcohol. It's just a tease. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to do it. Another thing I'm men gonna are do better it. I'm going to kill yeah. myself. Yeah. I'm totally going to do it tonight. Yeah. But if a guy says, it, take me back, I'm totally going to do it. Yeah. Well, I also think, I mean, everybody has depression. I, you know, have depression. Yeah. But for me, that's not the answer. Like, just dying. Life is so short. We're going to die anyway. Yeah, just go do drugs. I think I reached reached a point where it's like, listen, if you are seriously considering killing yourself, what do you have to lose? If you're already at the point where you're going to fucking kill yourself, like, Keep rolling the dice. Is it going to get worse? It's going to get worse than you being dead? Let me say this, too. A lot of people start drinking because they start losing stuff, but the the only free person (laughs) is a person that loses everything. Amen. So... Guys, go lose everything. Run up your credit card bills. Like, do I uh, try to go out with the blaze Watch of your glory. parents die of cancer. Yeah, go yeah. out with a bang. I Fuck mean, that Yeah, dead. do not just, like, kill yourself and be like, ah, I mean, no, go out there and new, live life. New shit. And then maybe you might find some sort of a new motivation to stay alive. You might have some credit card debt, but you can get that refinance. Yeah, yeah. That. Fuck it. that bankruptcy. Anything is yeah. better than ending it. Yes, I mean that's a fact. And guys. speaking of ending it, look, I'm a <laughs> I'm a fucking broadcast professional, folks. <laughs> From ending your life to ending the episode, which re- really, if you want, philosophically speaking, we are ending a portion of our life. This moment will never exist again. So I would just like everyone be here now and yes. uh, appreciate the wisdom we have. Uh, Imparted Spun so from our, our mouths. Yes, so like, much, we're, we're so like much vi- wisdom. This is like a Vice podcast for <laughs> yes. people uh, watching at home. This yes, is a red so in more vice. way than one. Vice, vice as in drugs and vice as yeah. in the, uh, the network. But with that said, uh, you can find us, patreon.com slash hidden plain sight pod on Instagram. He is at Brandon Steele Hidden. I am at P. Campke, P-C-A-M-K-Y. We are at Hidden in Plain Sight Radio. And on Twitter, we are at The Hidden Pod, which is where Brandon shit posts. Mm-hmm. Alex, you want to let the, the folks at home know where they can find you? Guys, primetime99, Alex Stan. Is All on, the time. Uh, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. No, I mean, I really don't post on Facebook. I don't know why I said that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm just everywhere. If you can't find me, you're not looking because I got multiple Terrorizing channels. local town halls. Yes, I'm the town hall terrorizer. <laughs> and now I'm kind of worried to use that because now the domestic terrorism thing. So that's what the, oh, oh, let me... <laughs> I didn't get to finish the story. This oh, last story before we go. So D Magazine is writing a hit piece on me. Oh, right. And, Shit. And yes. so this is the story. So my grandmother, when I was like two years old, she was an elderly lady, lived next to the high school. And they used to like flick cigarette butts on her and pick on her a bunch. 
and she got sick and tired of it. One of these kids drove on her, her property. She shot him through through this in the shoulder. I was literally going to joke that she shot him, but then, <laughs> no, okay, she did. Continue. And she went to court, and it got dismissed. Right? Fuck yeah, Hell America, yeah. brother. And then, and then, Hell yeah. And then years later, my dad rented a house. He owned the house. He rented it in University Park, and the people caught it on fire with a meth lab. Now he wasn't in there. The people, and so he didn't get any legal trouble. But like that was it was made major news. And so now the Dallas Morning, not the Dallas Morning News, I keep saying it, D Magazine's writing a hit piece, and they keep on calling my dad to find out information about, like, you know, because they're going to, they don't have any, I don't have a criminal history. Uh, not yet. No, not yet, <laughs> and until the Hunter Biden laptop comes out. Until <laughs> this episode comes yeah, out. I'm going to shoot myself with two bullets in the brain. So if, <laughs> seven I, if I kill myself with multiple billet, bullets, then you know I was murdered. Um no, so they're going after my dad, and my dad is such an idiot, and I love him. I, he's actually a smart guy, but he's so dumb because he doesn't have anything to do with the media. This guy that's been calling him, he writes for D Magazine and Vice, and he's a freelancer, so you know he's slanted. Uh-huh. And my dad's, like, being so nice to him, and he's <laughs> answering questions. Cause, and he's asking my dad, he's like, well, what happened when that house burned down with oh, Matt? Like, wait, wait a second. It- not to interrupt, I'm sorry, but do you think this is your dad trying to get a little bit of shine off you? Oh, 100%. Oh, okay. Hold it. No, no, okay. no, 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 no. Okay. it's not even like that. It's not even like that. It's not that he's jealous of me. It's that he knows. No, that no, I, no, in no. my mind, I keep telling my dad, Dad, I could care less. I'm not even giving them an interview. Yeah. But my dad thinks all of his friends are going to read it. So, like, he thinks he can run cover and talk to these, like, illegal, not illegal, but these, like, shitty journalists. Yeah. Right. He, he doesn't realize they're going to misconstrue the recording, everything he said. Yeah. They're going to make yeah. him look bad. And I, I try to tell him that. But what are you gonna do? He wants a little clout, and he tries wants to try to. He's trying Your to. Your dad's a clout no, chaser. No, not even. Like, <laughs> really? Sign on really, he's not. Cloud. It's just in Dallas D Magazine. He knows his friends are gonna see it. So right. Like, he's trying to do what he can, and I'm like, Dad, you cannot say face. They're gonna. They're writing a hit piece about me, and I know my dad's crazy because this morning he's like, Yeah, the hit piece are writing on me. I'm like, Dad, they're writing about me. They're just using you as the evidence because you had this thing that you happened are the go between. Yeah. yeah. And and so my dad's like, you know, feeding them information. God knows what I told him not to do it. And so, uh, you know, that's coming up in the future. You know, the the hit piece against Primetime Night. A hit piece Hell coming yeah. to a, a, a theater yeah. near you. This episode will be out on uh, Monday, Sunday, well, Sunday, Sunday night, night at uh, 10 p.m. So uh, I, I guess maybe you'll beat the uh, hit piece to the punch. I think I think this will come out before the hit piece comes out. So maybe yeah, we yeah, can get, yeah, yeah. This we can get out ahead of the hit piece. Fuck yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. So I'd like to and say. And you know the hit piece, they hate that it was on Tucker Carlson. That's oh, us, yes. They're what was the name of the magazine? A D Magazine. And I would magazine. like to say fuck D Magazine as a record label, <laughs> as a crew, and that's why I fucked your bitch. You fat motherfucker. <laughs> and that's why I'm not all up in the music videos. I'm not yeah. all up in the music if videos. You, if, you want, if you want to come to death row and not have the producer all up <laughs> in, in the, the music, music videos. videos, I'm like Sticky Fingers. I'm about to let shots off on stage at the goddamn Vibe Awards. We got some music to record. All right, booty who? Booty who? And look out for the music. We're about to drop some tracks, guys. Fire. You know, when three white guys Fire get in the, in the booth, booth and a couple Jews, Fire it's going to get booth. wild. We got them in the building. Boom, 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 boom. Clap, 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 clap. Mom bow.